Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Welcome to the Companions for Change podcast. We're here to talk about Sahab Initiative, community, being Muslim, a whole lot of other things. Um, last week, we had a great conversation about some of the stuff that Sahab Initiative has been up to, um, some things that we learned in the past and, and the future. Um, so part of our routine is to start off by talking about what's going on right now for Sahab Initiative. It seems like it's a busy time. We have Eid coming up. We have uh, Korbani. We have all these other things. What, so what, what's going on right now, Mali? Yeah, absolutely. Um, really busy time, you know, trying to prepare for Qurbani, Udhiya season, um, trying to, you know, facilitate getting food to people who need it. You know, um, as many of you know, um, during Eid al-Adha, we're encouraged to sacrifice, to make a sacrifice. And part of that, um, we're encouraged to donate it and give it to those that are in need. So, you know, facilitating with people to be able to drop it off, ensure that we have space for it. But then also on the other end, ensuring that we have families that we can, you know, give it to directly. Um, so, you know, all of that like coordination has been very interesting, a lot of fun. In addition to that, we also have an event. Um, so every month we try and do kind of a large scale distribution um, with the, uh, this month it's with the city of Riverside and the park, uh, uh, parks and recreation department. Uh, it's gonna be at Hunt Park, July 16th, Saturday, where we are teaming up with a bunch of, uh, you know, different partners as well to bring fresh fruit and Qurbani and Uthiya as well to hand out to families and people in need. So that's really kind of the bulk of what we're, what we're doing right now. Um, and, you know, keeping us really, really busy. And we need volunteers for that day too, right? We need volunteers that day. We need absolutely volunteers next week. We have even though it's Eid, we have our food pantry on Eid. Um, so exactly. we're going to probably need some volunteers that are doing other things. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> so our our pantry is open every Saturday, no matter what's going on. It's Eid. We still open up because the reality is people still need food and they rely on us um, to get that food. So we are open on Eid still um, 10 to 2, like always, from 10 a.m. until 12 is when we we're making the, the food bags and everything. And then from 12 until 2 is when we're handing them out. So anyone who wants to volunteer, you know, on the day of Eid, get that extra, um, you know, barakah and ajr and, you know, good deeds for, for you know, donating time on the day of Eid. Yes, it's a day of celebration, but it's also a day of remembrance, a day of service to help out as well, um, which is interesting. You know, um, I remember I was listening to Imam Siraj and he was saying, you know, two interesting things that we always forget about the days of Eid, that one one is that it's always rooted in some type of reminder and prayer, uh, which, you know, Salat al-Eid that we have. And then two, it's always rooted in some type of service. For Eid al-Fitr, we have Zakat al-Fitr. For Eid al-Adha, we have Udhiya and Qurbani. So it's always tied in. Yes, it's a celebration. Yes, it's a day to have fun and enjoy and see each other and everything. But it's always rooted in the remembrance of Allah with that prayer. And then number two, it's some type of service with with zakat al fitr and qurbani and uhiya. So, yeah, always have those. Y'all can come and help I th- us out. I think too. that's um, I mean that's an interesting point because I think most people during this time of year, when Eid al Adha comes around, you know, you have the first ten days of the Hijjah, and most of us really just sort of 
not are aware that it's even happening, right? In Ramadan, everyone gets together, but right now people are like, you know, just start start going going about their day until really Arafah when they start fasting. Um, so it's also yeah. an opportunity for people to just to get out there and start doing things these days, uh, finding yeah. ways to volunteer. I know at Sahab Initiative, people can come out any day and volunteer, really. Yeah. Um, finding ways to donate, support. I mean, it's always a good thing to, to get involved um, and really make, you know, make use of these days. I mean, they're blessed days and there's it's an opportunity uh, to gain some reward. Um, cool. So anything else that's happening? Any updates from since last week? Oh, man. Um you know, we're, we're also, you know, trying to, to make a bit of progress. You know, we're going under remodeling at the headquarters, our family resource center, as well as our um, food and wellness center. So at the food and wellness center, you know, we're hoping to to add in, you know, you know, and, and you know, during this time, we're hoping, you know, to, to get some donations so we can continue to to expand over there, get more fridges so that we can um, be able to provide more fresh produce and fresh food for, for families and individuals. But, you know, here at HQ where, you know, we're actually in the, in the process of redoing our community room to make it even more functional. So we can have more classes, more workshops for the community and support groups, make it a bit more comfortable for, um, you know, people that are coming in. So they feel comfortable as they're coming in to get that education, to get that support. Um, so, you know, that, that's been great. Um, and you know, really it's been, it's been a busy week with a lot of clients coming in for case management for Zakat. Um, I mean, since we've been sitting here and how, I don't know how many, how long it's been five minutes, I've already seen two new, um, applications that came in. So it's been a busy week for that as well. Yeah. And I think, uh, so interesting thing you mentioned about the community room. So we also have another partner, which I don't want to announce it before the, it's official, but we have another partner moving into our space. So at the Sahab Initiative headquarters, there are going to be multiple multiple nonprofits that they're renting space from us, uh, and we're able to collaborate with them. So that's that really keeps the community vibe going. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's, that's the goal for this Family Resource Center. You know, there's always going to be more work that needs to be done, more resources needed, and we can only do so much. So why not? you know, partner with and have um, organizations that can help supplement what we do here um, at Hub Initiative. So we have Taiba Foundation who's doing amazing work with us. Um, and hopefully we'll be um, announcing that next partner coming up soon. Just waiting to, you know, put pen to paper. Everything's been verbally agreed to, um, but hopefully we're going to have pen to paper in a, in a couple of days here and it'll, it'll be official. We can announce it and actually talk about it here maybe next week. Yeah, that, that'll be pretty cool. And oh, congratulations. Uh, last week was one of the hottest weeks maybe in some Cal, last couple of weeks, and the AC went out. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I have completely forgot it. So, yeah. Oh, shoot. I forgot about all of this. So not only has it been really hot in SoCal, before the AC went out, there was a brush fire right across the street. Mm -hmm. um, so in between – our office and the building on the other side, there's like a little ravine and it, the ravine was all that separated our building from the fire. And it was nuts. I mean, within 20 minutes, like I came into the building within 20 minutes, I went outside 
everything was just dark, pitch black. Like you, you would have like it was a scene out of a movie. It was insane. Um, but you know, alhamdulillah, thankfully, um, they were able to get it under control. Um, they evacuated the entire area, but alhamdulillah, there was no real damage to to any of us or anything like that. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. And then, as you know, everything would have it. Um, the very next week, our AC went out, completely blew out. Um, so we've you know been in the office. It's uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun. But um, you know we got some little mini mini fans and little AC in here. But uh, yeah, that's been a lot of fun because it's been hot. <laughs> a lot of remodeling, a lot of other things going on. We have a lot of stuff happening in the summer. Corbani distribution, backpacks Backpack distribution. soon. Soon backpacks. Um, you know, hopefully we'll start getting some community events going. You know, it would be great to start partnering um, with different massages and start doing some other things. So getting like back into the groove love to do that yeah the hygiene kid drive we need uh we need to start that you know hopefully partner with some massage to and just anybody out there that wants to collect hygiene kit because we have such a high demand for just basic needs uh, yeah toothbrushes toothpaste deodorant uh feminine products things like that that, that really just Why you know they go sorry. really fast yeah yeah absolutely cool um, so that's the update. So let's talk a little bit, bit about, you know, some of the questions that we're hearing, you know, one of the most common questions that I get from people and people, and, and I was also in that space is, you know, what should you as a young Muslim, right? If you're a young Muslim kid or whatever, graduate early and start college. I think that's a sort of common question that we see all around. And and interestingly yeah. enough, that that also ties back into some of our history also, uh, yeah. being that most of us were in college pretty much early on. Yeah. Um, so so I'd love to hear your thoughts on why you chose that round. Why did you just decide not to finish out of high school? Yeah. So for, for me, you know, it was a little bit interesting. So everyone in my house started college early so there are five of us and all of us started college early um so i guess another note to mention myself and all of my siblings we were also homeschooled um so we were homeschooled like me in particular i was homeschooled all of my life up until college um so for me, I guess kind of my pathway was always like my thought was always, yeah, I'm going to exit out early. Like I want to, you know, get into college early. Um, but, you know, the, the way I saw it was, I guess the, it it's may, might sound weird to some people, but when I was 16, I like, or maybe I guess like 14, 15, which is when I was like preparing to get into college. I was already ready to be in college. I was like, I just, I want to get in and I want to get done and I want to start, you know, whatever it is that I was doing at the time it was to go to law school. I was like, I just want to get into law school already. I, I would like literally at 15, I was already ready. I was like, dude, let's, let's make this happen. I was like, let me get done with RCC, do whatever after that. And then get into law school. Like I was, I was weird that way. Um, but you know, I, I just, I, I always, I would, I always thought of it as kind of a logical next step. And I, I saw like, I knew where I wanted to go and I knew that 
you know, going out another two years of high school would just take time away from what I was actually trying to do, what I really wanted to do, right? And that was, I wanted to finish my degree. I wanted to get my education because I, I, at the time, like I said, I wanted to get into law school, right? Um, and that was my goal. And I wanted to do anything that I could to get to that goal quicker. So for me, those last two years of high school didn't make any sense to me. I was like, why? I don't want to. I want to get, I already want to get there. Um, so, so yeah, it just, it didn't like, for me, I was like, I know what my goal is. I'm trying to get there. Two years of high school is not getting me there. I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the, the, yeah, the other interesting yeah. thing is just, I guess the, the engagement with MSA early on, right? If you're, if you're already involved in college activities and being part of student groups. Yeah. Yeah. You're not even in college. I mean, you just, you already have one foot out the door. Yeah. And you know, for me, that was extremely true because, so I was always like we mentioned last time, we were always at the Riverside Masjid. Um, we're part of the youth group and everything. And a lot of the guys from UCRMSA, they would be at the Masjid as well. So I knew all of them. I already knew all of them. Um, and what I would even do whenever they would have like uh, Islamic Awareness Week and different things like that, the older kids in the youth group, we would all go and partake in MSA. And to us, it was it was awesome. We we're like, dude, this is so cool being active, like doing Dawa on campus, and seeing all the activities that they would do and all that. Now we we're like, this is so cool. We want to be able to do it because, you know, I mean, for all intensive purposes, it was youth group, but on another level. You know what I mean? So we were like, yeah, we we're all in youth group and we wanted to be at the next level of youth group which I get technically, I guess you could say is MSA. So, you know, we were all looking forward to that. And my siblings were in MSA and sometimes they would take me to stuff and I'll be like, yeah, I can't wait till I'm part of that too. So I just, I just wanted to get into it. Um, yeah. I think the, so, the, yeah. the decision, there's, a, I think there's a couple of things that people struggle with um, and I'll try to break it down one by one, sort of the thought process. I think the, the first thing, you know, that comes to mind is, is leaving your friends like if you have friends in high school you're like uh, i want i want to stay with my friends and graduate with them um which is what i sort of went through right i stayed my my senior year i was literally i was not even at high school i had like one class all my rest of the class were at college but but the reason i even stayed my junior year was that okay all my friends are here blah 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 the people that i don't even talk to i haven't talked to in 10 years <laughs> i think that's the first thought right and i think I think that's that's the hesitation with so many people that are once you're in that mindset, you're in high school and you're going through it, you're like, you can't see a world outside of it till you get into college. And you're like, oh, I completely forgot about high school. I'm not going to go to the high school reunion. That seems like a waste of time. <laughs> seems like a really dumb thing to go to a high school reunion and just hang out with, you know, my high school friends. And, you know, yeah. a lot of times people do weird things at those high school reunions. They come back and they want to relive their past and. <laughs> just, it's just it's all all in all a bad idea so i think that's the i think that's sort of the first i think um doubt that you have to overcome is like hey you know there's going to be life after this you have to be okay with taking that leap and yeah. be comfortable with a whole new environment right um you're probably going to be the youngest person in the room but you're also going to be able to mature a lot faster and get to where you need to go um, yeah. And you're gonna make new friends, and I think one of the one of the challenges is is if you leave um, high school early, 
more likely than not, you're going to have to go to community college first. I don't think it's it's much more difficult to get into a UC yeah. or Cal State or any of those yeah. schools. So you're going to have exposure to, which I think is the best experience, is a community college experience, is being around people of different age levels, different backgrounds, being able to not only just be with people that just graduated and everyone's the same age. And, you know, that's when you go into a four-year, you're at the same level as everybody. But at a community college, you have people that are from all walks of life, different backgrounds, people that are, some people might have come out of prison. They're trying to rebuild their life. You have a working mother that's trying to, you know, get her life to a better place for her kids. And you're in the same classroom with a lot of real life that I think sometimes you're sheltered from uh, at yeah. a four-year. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, even on top of that, I feel that the community college experience is, it, it was honestly one of the greatest experiences that I had. Um, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, the education isn't as good. Listen, I had professors at RCC that were my exact same professors at UCR. I had <laughs> professors at RCC who had also taught at Stanford and all these other places, right? Look, the education, you're you're not you're not missing anything. You're not forsaking anything in terms of education. Plus, truthfully, it's your first two years. The first two years are gonna be the same anywhere. It doesn't really matter where you go, it's all gonna be the same. But yeah, at RCC and, and then you would have spent those two years in high school anyways. Like, what do you exactly. mean? Exactly. So you're just getting ahead even more. Plus, at a community college, you know what? It 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 enables you to save so much money. Think about how big student debt is right now in this country. Yeah. Right. Think if you would be able to save yourself for two years of that college cost that that so many people are in debt with right now. If you went to a community college, think about how much you would have been able to save. Right. And it enables you to help you know, understand a better trajectory of where you're going, right? Because when you come into a four-year college, you might think you know what you want to do. And then you actually get in there and you're like, I don't want to do this at all. You know what I mean? Isn't it better to do that at a community college where you're going to pay less and it's, 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 more, it's an environment that's more conducive to those types of change as opposed to, you know, if you're at a university, you have to Oh, okay. I have to switch departments and this and that. At a community college, that doesn't even matter. You want to go a different route? You start taking classes in those routes, and you just go from there. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, there's just like a variety of different like certificates that you can do while you're doing your general education and everything. I just feel you know, there's just so many positives to the community college environment. I honestly, I. I I recommend it to everyone. However, I know and understand it's not for everyone. Um, I understand for some people, you know what, that for sure, fine, no problem. But I feel like community college is amazing and should be the standard, in my opinion. Yeah, I think, you know, I think, you know, I think that, that second point you made about the debt, I think that's another bit major point that people don't consider. Um, and I think one of the things that people tell themselves is that, hey, if I go to community college, I won't be able to go to a good college. And, you know, honestly, I I don't know of many people that went from community college to a, to a really top-tier university like Harvard and Stanford and things like that. I do know a couple that went from RCC and did go to Harvard, um, yeah. and they were able to. 
Um, but then again, there's not that many people that go to Harvard in the first place from anywhere. So you're yeah. you're amongst a limited group of people. Um, but I think you know if even if you were let's say Harvard was not your goal, it's pretty easy to get to a UC, a pretty good UC from a from a community college, right? From yeah, I remember from RCC, there was at least like twenty people I could think of that went to UCLA. Uh, oh yeah, and transferred uh, without without any issues. Yeah, I mean the year that I finished RCC, I feel like the majority of people either went to Berkeley or uh, UCLA. Like we had people like going everywhere. I even remember a few like went to Stanford, NYU, a couple went to Harvard. Like it's not, it's not something that's going to look bad on your transfer or anything like of that nature. Right. You can even use community college, to build up into getting into one of those places that you may not have been able to go to right out of high school. Yeah. yeah I think that's, um, I think that's, that's another sort of key major doubt that people go through, but I think those are the two big ones. I mean, if people, yeah. you know, they can leave their friends and be comfortable with the idea that they can actually get into a, another university. Um, sometimes when you're at a high school, they drill you with A through G requirements saying that you have to get all these classes or you won't go into a good college and, I think they, there's a lot of fear in that versus the reality, yeah. which is you could just go to a community college and then transfer after two years. Um, yeah. But it takes willpower. If you have the willpower, then you can do it. Exactly. Like uh, community college can be your greatest accelerator. It can accelerate, you know, your college career, um, your, your eventual professional career. It can really accelerate it. But you got to put that effort into it, right? You know, it, just like anything else in life, it is what you make of it. Um, and you know, if you really put the work into it, you know, community college can, can really, really help you and accelerate your, your college career and even get done faster. Um, I, I mean, I know so many people who went through community college and then were able to go to a, to a, you know, a four-year university and only have a year and a half left. So finished everything within three and a half years. Possibly. And I think the one, one of, probably one of the most interesting things is that, you know, community colleges were still have an issue grew out of, right? It was, it was literally community college that gave us the space to start a student club, get a little bit of funding, you know, host events on campus, um, you know, having our first support group meetings on campus, bringing students together, um, you know, doing community activities. All that happened out of the community college experience because they provided that space, which. Um, which I think was great. You know, if we were at a UC, there was just not as much accessibility to people in the community. Um, yeah. And this is not to bash on the UC system, but it's just the types of students are, are, are a little bit different than what you would see at a community college, which, you know, we've had our student activities involve, you know, those people that are going from going through many different struggles in life. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, it was, it was just a conducive environment for, building something where more at like when you get to like ucs and whatnot it's kind of like things are already built you know what i mean like there are those clubs that are already there and they're already built and building a club is you know it takes like it takes a while as opposed to rcc where it was like like they were they're trying to help you and whatnot and i'm i don't mean this to sound like i'm bashing ucs but i just feel like community college and specifically rcc was more kind of conducive towards towards building um, an organization, right. You know, starting from that student club meeting, you know, 
uh, and the quad and all of those different things. And then eventually building it into an organization. Um, I, I don't feel like we would have been able to do that truthfully at a, at a UC or a Cal state. I really don't think we could have, but you know, community college was like the perfect place to, to be able to do it. And then, you know, you, you went to UC, so it's not like you're bashing in UCs. You yeah, exactly. So <laughs> you graduated. So no, you know, and I love you. I really do. Yeah. I know it sounds like I probably, I, I really, I really love UCF. Yeah, I love UCF I love too, even system. though I didn't go there, but the library was always nice to be in. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, that's I hope cool. everyone that's listening, you know, benefited from that. I think, you know, there's a, there's a few important points there about, um, you know, if you're thinking about transitioning to high school, if you have children that are, you know, that you're raising and they're, you know, you're thinking about, you know, what should I do about them growing up in high school, you know, are they going to be in high school and get a, get a lot more? Uh, are they going to be influenced negatively throughout the high school experience? You know, that's that's another big factor. If you stay in high school, you're very likely to take on more bad habits and be under social pressure to, to conform to certain things. So um, those are a lot of thoughts that I feel like, you know, families uh, uh, think about. Yeah, definitely. Honestly, consider it. Like I said, look, it's not necessarily for everyone. However, I think everyone needs to explore the option because more people should take it. Just, I mean, from the friends that I had, for instance, at UCR and whatnot, and, and even beyond that, you know, I can't tell you how many of them, the overwhelming majority of them said, I wish I had done that, where they look back on it and say, I wish I had gone out early and, and different things of that nature. Um, it, you know, it's really a way to, to, to accelerate yourself, your career, everything that you want. Um, and, and I feel it's something that everyone must explore, um, especially moving forward. Yeah. Families and kid youth alike. Well, everyone, so thank you all for tuning in to the Companions for Change podcast. If you have any topics, any questions, anything like that, feel free to send it our way and we might just discuss it next week. Absolutely. Take care, y'all. Assalamu alaikum.